0: Let's take that walk down memory lane and visit with a key player on that team and in that victory. Jordan Strickland joins us now. And Jordan, good morning to you. How are you doing today?
1: Good morning. That was definitely one way to wake up with that voiceover. That was great. (laughs)
0: Isn't that great? Great memory, I'm sure, for you to think back about the World Series trip and that game.
1: Yeah. That was just the whole day. was very crazy. We had... Won that Florida State game earlier, and it was like, okay, now you got to bounce back and do it all over again. And I don't think anybody was really expecting what we had coming in that (laughs) Kentucky game, but it turned out to be, yeah, just the memory of a lifetime for sure.
0: Not uh, not easy to when you get when you drop into the losers bracket to have to play twice in a day. But y'all did it. You know you beat Florida State, like you said, stayed alive, played Kentucky. You know, playing to stay alive in the tournament uh, and found yourselves down seven to nothing. What, what do you What do you remember about uh, what was kind of the mood in the dugout? You know, when you're down seven nothing and facing elimination from the tournament.
1: Yeah, it was tough. We had multiple seniors in the dugout with. Here streaming. Um, and so, as underclassmen, we're trying to yeah, just find the morale. And then uh, I think around that fifth inning, a um, holy hog kind of gathered everybody, and everybody just kind of woke up out of a trance. And she kind of told everybody, Hey, this is not over. We're doing this. And yeah, the magic kind of started happening from there. It was just really surreal. We knew our pitchers were gassed, and we yeah. just kind of had to rely on the offense that was not there that whole game. And so we tried to find it. And Ari Hawkins was a huge part in just getting that spark going. And Lindsey Cargill at the bottom of the lineup, I just remember, yeah, just kind of having the mentality of pass the bat, pass the bat. Like nobody's clearly going to do it on our own. So just keep it rolling.
0: Well, you were right in the middle of that also. Uh, a hit in RBI in the uh, in the sixth inning and then another run in the seventh uh you actually got were the first one on base in that 7th inning when you scored four to tie it so you uh Jordan don't be modest about this you were a big <laughs> part of that comeback also
1: yeah absolutely um that i i think about or that walk in the 7th inning yeah. was just probably one of the craziest that's of, of my life you're not supposed to be thinking at all but in the moment that's all you're doing is just thinking and trying to like predict where she's going to throw it um and I ended up walking, but it was still just such a memorable bat for me, even though it ended in like such a, I guess, non-maximizing way.
0: <laughs> but it was great. <laughs> was uh, I remember Kelsey Nunley was the pitcher for Kentucky? Was she still in at that point?
1: Yes, and so we. I mean, I think the stat on her, and I only remember this because it was so crazy. She had thrown over sixteen hundred pitches. In the postseason, so she was just their workhorse, and they were not—they were going to live and die on her. And their coach was pretty clear about that. And so, I mean, you almost just feel so terrible for her because her arm's falling off, and you know how many pitches Whitney has thrown on our side. So, once we kind of started wearing on her in that fifth inning, it was like, okay, now there's a huge momentum shift, and I mean, you could even feel it in the whole stadium. Like it was slowly changing the tide, and things
0: are really going on our favor. Wow. Uh, you mentioned our, our pitching staff, Baylor's pitching staff. Uh, Whitney Canyon had started that game, and, and you talk about workhorse. There was no workhorse yeah. anymore than Whitney, but she had given way to Liz Paul. And then Heather Stearns came back in uh, in that game after she had pitched and, and got the win over Florida State early in the day. So it was like, I mean, it really was all hands on deck. You know, use whoever you need to to stay alive, wasn't it?
1: Absolutely, and, yeah, Whitney has for sure just taken us there the whole season, and, and she was tired. And I think even in that game, one of the unsung heroes is Liz Paul. Like, she came in and really held it together so uh, so that, Liz, that Heather could come in and finish it. Because um, I, mean, I think Liz hadn't pitched in probably a month or two by the time that she came into that Kentucky game. So it was just so huge of her to be able to just, like, keep us in the game, even though we had that huge gap. Um, Liz did a really great job of just that middle piece. And then, of course, Heather comes in and just closes the door. When Heather was on, it was – you did not want to face her. I still remember the screwball. I hated it. (laughs) But it was great to have her on my team.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, what a great comeback, and uh, it keeps you alive, and you you know, you know get, get another shot at Florida the next day. But uh, it, it was the biggest comeback in Women's College World Series history to come from seven runs down and win that game. Were you ever part at Baylor or uh, Princeton High School or anywhere before or since uh, of a comeback like that?
1: Not that I can think of, and I think I would remember, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, it was – It was a great night and it was honestly just a great testament to that team. We had had a really just tough road schedule and I feel like especially in that World Series uh, and just postseason in general that was really credited and so credit to Coach Moore for just making us work so hard all year which totally paid off in the end so super fun year.
0: Forty-nine wins that year for your team, so an outstanding season. And do you, what do you remember about uh, the end of the day, back to the hotel? I mean, a long day at the uh, yeah. at the ballpark. Uh, y'all had to be just gassed at the end of that uh, those two games that day.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But there's also so much adrenaline. Uh, yeah. So after the game, they had pretty much shut down Jason's deli, and like it was all Baylor fans and. It was really a great party in the middle of the <laughs> nice. Deli. But after that, Coach Moore had taken us to Walmart, I think, and everybody was just trying to, like, stock up on snacks, and then they were getting superstitious, so we had to wash and wear the same uniforms the next morning. And so, I mean, <laughs> honestly, we probably didn't get to bed until, like, 2 in the morning. It was just a crazy, really crazy time, really crazy night. But it's funny, I think it was, yeah, six years ago at this point, and I still remember – so many details about it, and I think that's just so much adrenaline running. And you're like, okay, I will never <laughs> forget any of this, wow. so don't let me. <laughs>
0: wow, what a great memory. And yeah. uh, tell everybody about uh, the neat deal y'all did this week. You got some members of that team together and did like a roundtable talking about the game as, as it's going to be uh, replayed uh, coming up this afternoon.
1: Yeah, uh, we just had a few of the players on. We had Coach Moore and Coach Newman and even Kyle Robarts, our former SID. Um, It was really fun to just sit around and talk about And everybody's memories, everybody remembers, like, key pieces of that game. Not differently, but just, like, different memories stick out in their mind. So to be able to hear, like, their thought process or what really sticks out in their brain is so fun. And especially hearing from Robin Landreth, who is just the most calm, cool, and collected person ever, so hearing her process that at that in the seventh inning is just so fun, and it really gave me chills multiple times talking about it. It was so good to just sit around and talk with everybody about it.
0: That's fun. uh, Jordan Strickland with us, uh, former Baylor softball, uh, talking about uh, that Baylor-Kentucky game in the Women's College World Series 2014. Uh, Let's go to Garrett in the studio. Hey, Jordan. uh, After being able to go through and have that experience and make those memories and seeing how everything unfolded this year, how do you think you would have handled that, and what do you have to say to Coach Moore and the girls?
1: Yeah. just a tough year. I mean, I feel really terrible for all the situation, right? Um, and, and, of course, you, you want everybody to be healthy and safe, and uh, so you have to respect the NCAA's decision in that, and super thankful that the seniors get a year to come back. But, man, I can only imagine just the struggle of it. And I think really the only thing I would say is just to, yeah, accept what it is and yeah, I don't even know, honestly. Um, it's just such a tough situation. And I I think the selfish part of me would be, yes, yeah, so upset. But then on the other side, it's like, well, we've got to stay healthy. We've got to do this for the unity. And, you know, if we all work together, we will get through this together. And uh, I think that's just kind of got to be the mindset for everybody, right?
0: Yeah. And just make the best of it. So no World Series this year because of that. But uh, replaying these games, are uh, you going to tune in and watch that uh, replay this evening? Absolutely. It's
1: going to be a great walk down memory lane for the, after the fifth inning. I don't know, the first yeah. five innings will be rough,
0: but
1: <laughs> after that, it'll be great.
0: Just pick it up in the sixth inning. Just do that. When y'all come to bat in the sixth inning, just start right yeah. there. Yeah, That'll I be agree cool. with that. And, and then the game after that, you know, is uh, Stanford LSU from 2001. And one uh, Brittany uh, Sneed will be in the circle in that game.
1: Yes, I am so excited for that game. Brittany is the most humble person you will ever meet. It brings tears to her eyes to ever, like, talk about herself. It's just that painful for her. But her numbers are incredible. If anybody were to go back and look at her ERAs, like, all sub-1 ERAs, just all American LSU, like, she was incredible. And she never lets people talk about it. So if you guys ever want to go stat hunting, go pull hers up. It will
0: honestly amaze you. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And she would be the last person to talk about it. Yeah, You're not going to get that from her. Yeah, she absolutely would. Brittany Sneed, when she was an All-American pitcher at LSU, and their game against Stanford in the World Series 2001 uh, airs tonight at 8 o'clock. Now Brittany Sneed Newman, pitching coach for uh, for Baylor Softball. Well, that's going to be fun to uh, tune in and watch that. I'm definitely going to do that uh, this evening as well. Uh, Jordan, it's great to have you on. My wife says hello to you. Uh, yes, she hello. says, uh, one of her favorite, uh, colleagues, when y'all work together at Baylor. So she says, be sure and tell you hello.
1: Of course.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, are you still, are you working from home? Things going okay doing that?
1: Yeah, everything's going well. Um, just really, I guess it's such a cliche term now, but the new normal, right? It's yeah, just yeah. so different, but you got to make it work, do what you can.
0: That's true. Well, great to catch up with you. I appreciate it, and fun to reminisce about that uh, great Baylor win over Kentucky in the Women's College World Series. And uh, thanks for being on with us today.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. This was so fun.
0: You bet. Great. Stay in touch. Talk to you soon. Sounds good. Bye. All right. Jordan Strickland with us, a member of that Baylor softball team.